0: Stands upon the seashore, nor can I count the stars that float in space. But God can do what seems impossible.
1: Break my intent of doing two letters tonight. We're just going to do one, Uh, one letter tonight for the ladies. So we're going to do. So we're at couple. Remember, C O U P L E, and we finished. uh, We finished understanding and peacemaking last time. Tonight we're going to look at L, and the next time is E. So tonight is loyalty. Loyalty. Letter E will be esteem, and I do. I do want to deal with that just a little bit separately. And again, a lot of these are connected, but loyalty, I think, loyalty deserves definitely its own realm. Uh, There's lots of good scripture on it, lots of good scripture on it, lots of good scripture on it, okay? And uh, amen. So tonight, again, I'm not going to have you stand, but we're going to be doing a lot of Bible reading, a lot of, well, I say a lot, we're going to be looking at several different verses, okay, that are pretty straightforward and don't need a lot of explanation. The Lord was not... Um, was not without bluntness in this in this particular part of relationship from a man to a woman. So again, uh, so if you've not if you haven't been here or you've forgotten, remember we're covering uh, couples c o u p l e. In other words, uh, what the woman needs Ephesians five thirty three. Remember we talked about Ephesians five thirty three thirty three that the that the uh, husband love his wife and that's unconditional, and that the wife reverence her husband, that's also unconditional. And so we've been looking at the man, how the man needs to treat the wife, and helping guys with some of this um, stuff that, to us, we think we got a handle on, and we are long ways from, well, I shouldn't say that. Any guy that's worth the salt married knows he hasn't got a handle on anything, but come on now, it's a good place to, this is, it's all right, we're going to be fairly short, but anyway, I'm just being funny that there's a lot, lot left yet to learn. But if you remember, even the last one, I had to go to my wife and say, is this true? Yeah. We've been married for 27, 28 years this year, July, and I'm just now figuring that out? Oh, my goodness. Well, they never, nobody ever said that women were uh, understandable in the first 25 years. So uh, maybe the next, no, never mind. <laughs> so loyalty loyalty i think it should be obvious what we're talking about one of the things that a woman needs okay one of the things the ways a woman now so let me just pause here and i i i am not unaware that some of what we're doing on these sunday nights is preaching and some of it is more teaching seminar style okay i understand the difference um but I'm telling you, in the majority of cases, the stuff that I, that I have found useful out of this book, again, it's Love and Respect, if you want to read it yourself, by Emerson Egricks. I don't agree with everything they say, but there's a good bit in here that my wife have found extremely helpful in our own marriage, and I've seen it help many, many other, uh, many, many other families who read to it and go, you've got to be kidding me. No, it's, it's, it's real. So loyalty. What a, man, what a woman needs from a man is loyalty. Now, Okay, so guys, how do we think, okay? And I am go, go to the extreme, although it, people actually have done this, expecting it to be accepted. Uh, guys saying, well, of course I love her. If it ever changes, I'll let her know. Uh, is everybody here? Are you all with me tonight? You know, this, it's okay to lighten up a little bit. I need you to lighten up a little bit tonight. So if you're not light, I'm going to go longer. So everybody needs to start... There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Loyalty. If anything changes, I've told her I loved her when we first got married, if anything changes, I'll let her know, okay? Well, because for a guy, you know, once something is settled, once you've ticked that box, it's ticked. I don't have to go back and tick that box again. Guys, that is not how women function, okay? Not how women function. Now, they may never actually, and I want to be careful, they may never actually question that you love them but they might need reassurance every once in a while. I you know just take the word might out of there. They probably are going to need reassurance every while. So, uh, you know, I've 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 failed in a couple of these messages to remind us that Ephesians chapter 5 eventually ends up saying, "But I speak concerning Christ and the church." Can you you cannot tell me that as a believer there's not been times where you beg to God for some reassurance of some things, you've seen it in the Bible and you know it to be true. You remember the story of the little girl who uh, she she'd lost her mama. She's a little girl, and and uh, uh, I think it was an aunt was given was giving her a hug, and she was just wrapping up in the hug and crying, and 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 uh, you know the believing family, and so the aunt was trying to teach her. Well, you know even though mama's gone, God is still with you, and God can be a comfort, and God can be a help. And, and her response was, yeah, but God's a spirit, and sometimes I need somebody with skin on. Do you understand? And <clears throat> funny, we go to God with those same, there are times we go to God and want some of that reassurance. And uh, that is many times, some, many times what a woman is looking for from a man. So now let's just specifically talk to you men for a little bit. So does anybody here have Job, does does any men here have Job 31, 1 memorized? Okay, so let me just tell all you men, if you don't have it memorized, you need to have it memorized. It's like super short. Some of you probably already do and just don't know it. Okay? So I have made a covenant. What's the rest? Aha, who's saying it? Read, read it out good and loud, Brother Nathan. I have made a covenant with mine eyes. Why then should I look upon a maid? <clears throat> uh, perhaps one day we will deal a little bit more specifically with pornography in particular, which is... By most accounts, a male problem. That, is, that does not mean females do not have an issue with it, especially uh, with the weirdness of which the world is approaching uh, men and women today. But we live in, so, okay, guys, look up here a sec. Guys, I think we can all acknowledge, we live in, let, let's just, I'm going to use a term here. We live in a swimsuit world. Okay? We live in a swimsuit world. Okay? Uh, For heaven's sakes, a lot of the marketing for gyms during the winter is make sure you're ready with your beach body. Okay? Yeah, you you understand? You don't want to look like a. Yeah, never mind. We'll just keep right on going. We live in a swimsuit world. Yeah, everybody knows where I'm going with that one. Ladies, does a swimsuit body stay with you for all of your life? Listen, we live in a world where the body image is exemplified to the point of idolatry. Uh, Are you hearing me? And it's not realistic, number one. Most of the time, it's not how women look, okay? The body image is being presented to our young people uh, through superstars and movie stars who who can work out, okay? So you see those people have like these wonderful bodies when they get into these movies they have done nothing but work out and eat a very particular meal all day every day for months or weeks okay they have nothing else to do there's no kids to watch there's no job to go to there's no house to clean they other people can take care of all that and all they've had to do literally you go go look at some of their workout routines and eating routines it's an all-day process for many of them And so what we are presented with is something that no normal person can rationally achieve. So number one, it's messed up. But we live in a world where that's exemplified. And Job says it quite well when he says, I've made a covenant with mine eyes. Why then should I think upon a, and it's interesting what word he uses. He doesn't use the general word for female, does he? What's the word there, Brother Nathan? Say it again nice and loud. A maid. Okay, and a maid in the Bible is a young woman. A young woman, okay. Now, can can I mean? Sometimes I hate dealing with these things, but we do have to be honest, guys. Can we just admit that generally, as guys, we have trouble with our eyes? It is a problem, and generally speaking, it's not with the octogenarians. I, I'm, I'm not. Please, please don't take offense at this, ladies. I'm not at all trying to be offensive. Job understood where his problem was with his eyes, and he said, I've made a covenant with mine eyes. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do this. I've made a covenant. We're 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 going to we're going there's one book I've read that says men should practice the bounce. Uh, guys, you want you want to know one way that your wife can feel like you are loyal? Watch your eyes. Watch your eyes. And oddly enough, well, not oddly enough, I guess it's, it's weird, but both men and women can appreciate beauty in a woman. Okay? And I, I'm going to be careful here because recognition of beauty is not the same as lust. So, ladies, sometimes you might need to understand a demarcation there, too, that a, a man, your man, recognizing that another woman has beauty does not mean there is lust there. But eyes following, yeah, now, now we can start questioning. So guys, you, you want to help your woman know that you are loyal, watch your eyes. Watch your eyes. How simple is that? Job said it quite clearly. Watch your eyes. And when you find your eyes going to a place they shouldn't be, find somewhere else to look now. Again, I, I think I started mentioning it, but one book I read had a very practical thing. It said, uh, said, practice the bounce. When you find your eyes lighting on something that they shouldn't, bounce on. So ladies, just, just for your sake, and I think I may have used this illustration before, but I remember my, one of my nephews talking to me one time and uh, seeking a little bit of counsel and, and also expressing some frustration because he works at a job where on one wall is where all the people where he worked at a job where on one wall all of the guys in the place had hung all of their pictures of mates and he knew if, and he had he had to walk through there as part of his job he knew that when he walked on the certain wall i looked the other direction so he made it quite a habit so he would walk through the hall and he'd look the opposite direction got a pretty good habit of it no problem and he's walking around the corner one time he's look he's not looking the right direction There's a trash can in the corner that's been the same trash can in the same corner for he doesn't know how long. And for some reason, his eyes were drawn to it. And he looked over, and right on top is one of those magazines laying wide open in the trash can. And he's like, what in the world? So just to help you understand, men's eyes, especially when they're uncontrolled or youthful, or maybe even just at a weak moment, men's eyes are naturally attracted to as a matter of fact, the Bible uses the word form. It's not merely, it's not merely the lack of um, garments. There is a form issue. Okay. If you, again, I would encourage you, some of you pay attention to advertisements sometimes and the forms that are shown in advertisements. Uh, it's often why for men's sake, because there are forms, there are pictures. Men's eyes somehow see it. I don't know what, what you want to call it. Uh, and it takes work. Effort to practice not doing it. So, guys, I'm telling you, here you go. Job 31, make a covenant with your eyes. You can't stop, you can't stop, we can't reach out there and stop all the women in the world from, from dressing in a way that is appealing. That's impossible. It's not going to happen. Okay? For heaven's sakes, has anybody ever gone back? I remember uh, reading the, the story of the Oregon Trail, okay? The guy was going up the Oregon Trail, so it says, factual account, and he made reference to a, a woman stepping up into a stagecoach and inadvertently showing her ankle and a man staring and another man knocking him down in the street because her ankle showed. Because in that day, it was like, it's an ankle. I mean, you know, now you don't have an ankle. You have to walk around like this, you know. I remember going to a mall one time and staring at the floor the whole time. And... Uh, and my wife's saying, What's wrong with you? Oh, well, that advertisement over there, those two girls over there. And every time I look it up, it's like, oh, crud. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, 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 oh. I, I never thought about that. So, one of the things you can do, guys, make a covenant with your eyes. Well, it's impossible. No, it's not. Job did it. He's a man. The moment you tell yourself it's impossible, you've given up. I, forgive me, but you're a wuss. If you're not going to stand up and fight for your wife, you've you got a problem, bud. Stand up and fight it. Amen. Stand up and fight it. It doesn't mean you, you're not going to win every battle, but make a covenant with your eyes. Quit with the swimsuit world. Proverbs chapter 5. Who wants to look at this one? Proverbs chapter 5 and verse 15. Let's get, let's get guys to read tonight. I want men to read these verses. Proverbs 5, 15 guys, I want males reading these verses. There you go. That's all we're going to read, so just everybody look up here. Okay? You got a woman, stay with your woman. Period. Okay? You you hear me? God give you a woman, you stick with your woman, that's the only woman you need. And make sure you make sure that's where you get so guys. Okay, come on now, guys. So there there's the there's the those females who have had a lack of attention at their house, okay? Whether it be from their dad or whether it be from their husband, there's a lack of attention. And because we as hopefully as Christian gentlemen are naturally, hopefully gentlemen and are in courteous in the way that we act, some women have not been treated that way, and they see that as an open door. And it's not an open door for you. So when they're a little over-friendly, you just, yep, time for me to leave. You, I'll just give you a real good, here's a good thing to do, guys. Oh my, look at the time, I have got to go. All you have to say. Oh my, look at the time, I have got to go. And you do have to go. Because you got one woman, and this one ain't it. Amen. I, I'm just telling you, ladies and guys alike, listen, when when a woman enjoys the attention, she will naturally give to the man. Listen, listen, listen. A woman who enjoys male attention will naturally give to the man exactly what he wants, and that's reverence. Oh, you're so funny. I, listen. Oh, that is so cool. I, I, I took flowers. Oh, that is so sweet. Listen, naturally giving, she's she naturally boosts a man's, ego. a man's ego. Guys, be careful. You have got your own well at the house. You don't need no other water. Amen. Stay away from it. Walk away from it. Get away from it. Go to work. Find something else to do. I, my, my dear friend in California, simple as this. My dear friend in California, his wife has to fly out to take care of his mom because she's having surgery. And he says, he says, yeah, I'm taking my work home with me because Linda's gone and I want to keep my hands busy. What is he saying? I'm loyal to one woman and I want to stay that way. Amen. Amen. That's a good lesson. All right. Nothing unclear about these verses. Let's go to Malachi. Who wants to turn to Malachi chapter 2? You guys keep listening fast. We're already over halfway through the message. I'm not being funny. Some of you think I am. I'm not. Malachi chapter 2. Verse 14 and 15. Amen. Amen. The wife of thy covenant. But do you realize what God's saying there is? Be a man of your word. Be a man of your word. I, it's it's why I place importance upon the marriage vows. I, there are some marriage vows now that are way too loose and fluffy, and don't in my in my opinion are not strong enough for for what should be said. In my opinion, okay, because they are pledging for life. And there's some serious things that need to be vowed to before God and before all these witnesses. Amen. To love and to cherish and to keep her unto thyself. Uh, you hear, you hear hearing those things? This, this one is mine and I look for no other. You need to pay attention to your vow. You vowed before God. And he says, he didn't he make one? What is he talking about? He's talking about one flesh. He said, you had a vow and I made you one flesh. So don't be messing around with other women. Don't deal treacher- treacherously. And he even says, she's your companion. Well, she's not my friend. It didn't say friend. It said companion. should be friend. She is your companion in life. She's with you there. Pay attention. Pay attention to it. She's your companion. Don't deal treacherously against her. She's the wife of thy covenant. God made you one. And why is that? Why, what, in God's mind, why did he make you one? What does it say in verse 15? Because he seeks a what? A godly seed. What in the world am I teaching my son if he sees me who is supposed to be joined to one woman who maybe at some point realizes that we are married and has read marriage vows and knows what I probably said to my wife, vowed to my wife, and he sees me flirting with another woman? He sees me spending much, much, much time with a woman that's not his mom. What am I teaching him as a young man, about manhood and being a husband in a marriage. That's not complicated. Isn't it amazing how straightforward this is? so, So, guys, I think the reason it's straightforward is because guys have problems with it. Guys have problems with it. So I'm telling you guys, and guys are a little... Thick-skulled, anyway. So, just I'll admit that right from the start. And we need bluntness sometimes. So, listen. uh, I'll just let me just let me just pause here real quick, and I'll be careful here. But guys, if you have problems with your computer or your phone or magazines or whatever, you, you need to find some way to get rid of it. Keep your hands busy. Do something else. Go get some accountability. I mean, do something. Find something else to do. If, if, if it's always a certain spot, don't go to that spot. If it's always a certain time, change what happens around that time. Memorize scripture, memorize scripture, memorize scripture, memorize scripture, memorize scripture. Amen. Did you, you notice the verse that says, I, um, oh, I just went brain dead. Uh, Wherefore shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed therefore? No, that's not the verse. Uh, Hide God's word in my heart. Is that Psalm 119? That's what I get for not writing that verse down. Actually, didn't have it in there, so let me see. Psalm 119, 11. Thy word, there we go. Thy word have I hid in mine heart, that I might not sin against thee. Notice it doesn't say even, not even specific words. There's not even specific verses. That would be more helpful. I'm, I'm just hiding God's word in my heart because hiding God's word God's word in my heart helps me stop sinning. That's what, that's what the psalmist is saying. Thy word have I hid in mine heart. Why? That's called memorization. That I might not sin against thee. I pick, up some, pick up some three by five cards and start memorizing your verses. Amen. This is good stuff. This is as practical as you can get. Guys and ladies are going, this is kind of dull and boring. Yeah, but the guys need dull and boring and straight smack ahead, and smack in the face. That's all we need. Amen. Do it. Do it. I'm not saying it's not a battle. We still live in a swimsuit world. It it is a battle, guys. Let me ask you a question. If if you are sitting amongst a group, let's just say I I may have even used this illustration already. Let's just say you are sitting in a group of men whom you highly respect. Perhaps maybe. I don't know how I don't know, maybe the CEO of your company, or uh, but respectable men, good men, OK? Respectable men. And the same kind of woman that would attract your eye passes in front of you, but you want to have a good reputation with your respectable friend. Isn't it amazing how easy it is to ignore that woman? Totally don't even see her. Nope, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to sit right here. For some of you, it just might be your wife looking you in the face. Suddenly you can, you can. yeah, I'm not looking nowhere. I'm looking right here, nowhere else. But if you think someone's not looking, what's the difference? You think somebody's looking. Well, somebody's always looking. If you can do it with people there, then, are you hearing me? Learn to do it when people aren't there. If you can do it then, you can do it other times. Amen. Malachi 2, 14-15, 4, God says if you act this way, if you are not seeing your wife as your companion and, you're not, and you are not against trying to, in the process of using the one togetherness, raising a godly seed, you're dealing treacherously against the wife of your youth. All right, last verse, Hebrews chapter 13, Hebrews chapter 13. verse 5, I'm sorry, verse 4 and 5, excuse me. I'll I'll read this one, Hebrews chapter 13, verses 4 and 5. Marriage is honorable in all and the bed undefiled, but whoremongers and adulterers God will judge. Then he says, let your conversation be without covetousness, your way of life be without covetousness. Well, that does go together. What is covetousness? L- wanting something that is not yours. Now, you've got a marriage bed. You've got a wife. Stop looking for something that is not yours. And be content with such things as you have. For he said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Listen, you, you have, it's a simple. If, if, if you're married, you've got what you need. Stop looking. Stop looking. And if you're not married, You need to still be. I guess I should have. This is for married people. I wasn't thinking about some of my single young men. You still need to keep your eyes in your head. You don't marry a woman based upon her beauty. Because beauty can literally change in a heartbeat. Amen. Beauty can change in a heartbeat. Amen. So, guys, this is pretty straightforward. You've got a wife, stick with your own wife. And don't go messing around with other people's wives and other women. You got your own wife. You got your own wife. Be loyal. Now, so l- l- your wife. I know, Again, so we bring this back into the, in the circle. Your wife needs to know you are loyal. She needs to hear that, feel it. She's a. She's a. She's a. She's an emotional woman. She's an emotional being more so than men are. She needs to. Feel that you are devoted and loyal to her and to her alone, no matter what, okay? No matter what, amen. So there are times when us as guys, we are struck with the humor of something. Again, this is one of those things I had to ask my wife, but she says it is true. So I've never heard my wife say, "Um, do you love me? Okay, I've I've never heard her say that. But she tells me that it would not be uncommon in a situation for a woman who did not feel loved at home or is in a position where she feels vulnerable and not loved, for her to say something along the line of do you love me? Or some other version of that. Maybe a request like, can, can we talk? Uh, can, can, did, could we go out on a date? Some, some plea li- Listen." There's a plea there for you. And what she's looking for is not, so let me me just put this out, let's kind of put it out for a guy, okay? Think about how guys think. She says, do you love me? What's our first response? (laughs) Uh, Exactly, that's every guy's first response. Well, well, duh, you know? Uh, Oh, if I ever quit loving you, I'll tell you. (laughs) What are you, thinking I'm gonna trade you in on, you know? Think I'm gonna trade you in for 220s now that you're 40? <laughs> you think I need a newer model? And us as guys, on something just say, ladies, that's a standard for a guy because we're like, what's the big deal? I mean, yes, I love you. I, I mean, if I didn't, it'd be pretty obvious, you know. I'd say it. I mean, it would be more blunt. That guys, what a woman is looking for is not, again, the fact that you love her. She's looking for reassurance of loyalty. She is, listen guys, she's seeking reassurance of loyalty. So that's not, when a woman approaches you in that realm, even with, if it's with the soft eyes, it's not a good time to be flirty jokey, okay? It's a good time to be deadly serious because what she needs is your heart and not your wit, okay? Maybe, maybe wit can come later, but first there needs to be reassurance of loyalty, First, reassurance of loyalty. Are are you hearing what I'm saying? Uh, If you have to go to Emerson or, or, you know, some other poet, Whitman, and find words that aren't yours to help, do that. Uh, Listen, hear what I'm saying? Express to her your love in a serious way that is not too much wit. You hear what I'm saying? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Oh, it's just not me. Well, make it part of you because your wife needs it. Your wife needs to be reassured of your loyalty. Now, I can say that if you are continuously expressing your love, you may never hear that question. So if you've never heard that question, A plus for you. Okay? That doesn't mean your wife may not be asking it in various ways. So I think we've talked about this before. Leave leave a note, get yourself a little pack of little pack of post-it notes on some girly color, like pink, like there's downstairs. And write a little note every once in a while. I use black pen. What's your, what's your wife's favorite color? You ain't writing notes to the girls at work. It's only for her eyes. So maybe she likes purple or hot pink or whatever. Find some note. Find something she likes. Give to her expressions of love that she understands as love. Amen. This is good stuff. Now, on, sec, on a little bit further thought. So this affects guys like me and Brother Mark and, and well, Brother Andy pretty soon. but if, oh, Brother Nathan for sure. But if you've got daughters... The same thing needs to be taught to your daughters. The same thing needs to be taught to daughters. Okay? That there is a man in their life who will take care of them, who is loyal, who loves them, who loves them even when they're unlovable, and who's loyal to them, and will be loyal to them, Who who is basically saying, well, you know, I'm... You're training your daughters of what to look for in a man, and that's loyalty. Loyalty. There's only one woman for me, girl. Because I'm married, and this is the one, that's it. Ain't no more. And when you're looking for a man, you, you don't want to find this guy that's running around with every girl in school. You, you're not looking for the guy who's the most popular and has dated everybody in school. That's probably not the guy. You want a one-woman sort of man. One who's fixed on you and you alone and isn't spending his time flirting and talking with the other girls while he's talking to you if that's happening, call me, I'll come get you date's over if you, if, you, know, you get the picture, amen that, which also means you need to treat your boys, teach your boys the same thing but teach your daughters the same teach your daughters the same, amen amen <clears throat> so little list of things will be done. She is assured of your loyalty when? And ladies, I'm telling you, ladies, there are times it's okay to say amen. Just as ladies. So here you go. Ladies, or guys, your wife is assured of your loyalty when you speak highly of her in front of others. You... Seek to be involved with things that are important to her. Amen. You give help in areas around the house when especially when she asks for it. Amen. Dishes, vacuuming, little things. I, I like this one. Don't correct her in front of the kids. Don't correct her in front of the kids you do that privately keep your eyeballs in your head and on your wife and your wife alone do not look lustfully at other women this cracks me up and this is funny it, it's to me it, it's totally different guys and guys and girls you know like you watch a movie you know and if there's a pretty female on there i'm just I'm so, i'll just be honest with you guys if there's a pretty female on there the, the guy probably knows who she is, probably knows who her name. But, boy, you better not say anything about it. But all the ladies, they could talk about the guys all day long, know all their names, and guys are like, eh. It dawned on me one day, hey, <laughs> if you can talk about the guys that way, why can't I talk about the girls that way? It's not the same. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's not the same. It's not. Not at all. Uh, you, you hear, does everybody hear what I'm saying? Be careful. Amen. Keep your eyeballs in your head. Don't look lustfully at other women. Make her a priority and make your marriage a priority. Amen. Amen. Don't be critical of of her in front of others, but you might also, don't be critical of your kids in front of others. Because she's the one who spends the most time helping train them. Little, Little thing practically, but okay. Sometimes you got to give after your kids no matter what, just because they're, you know, they're kids. Um, this is an interesting one, but if you you got a work event, take your wife. Christmas work, Christmas party, take your wife. You got a here, take your wife. Well, she's not a show, she's not a show wife. Well, why not? that's only in your own head if she is or she ain't. Amen. Amen. Now, this is an interesting one. I think this is a necessary thing because young men are young men. They're younger versions of men. And men, we, we speak harshly. We're standard leaders. Now, can I just say there are times, there is a time when a dad needs to look at one of his boys, usually maybe a girl, and say, excuse me? That's my wife you're talking to, and you will not speak to her that way. Amen. Sometimes it has to happen, and it should happen. What are you showing her and your son? This relationship is important to me, and not even you are going to get in the way of that. Amen. That's good. Amen. Amen. If you're going to be late for work, Yeah, honey. Or send. Let her know what's going on. If you're going to take a side trip, let her know. Well, she should trust me. Yeah, and you should be easy with being open about it. We when we were visiting, we were visiting at a church, and the pastor, when the Sunday school class was was talking about his wife, his wife said, "Hey." Are you ever going to answer that one email from so-and-so? (laughs) He's like, yeah, she read my emails, and I'm okay with that. She read my emails, she reads my text, and I'm okay with that. I want her all up in my business, was his words exactly. (laughs) It's okay. It's all right. Amen. Let her know your plans. Call her and let her know what you're doing. Keep your commitments, if at all possible. Uh, Listen, so we understand... That sometimes life gets in the way of commitments. And I think we all need to allow for that. But if you've made a commitment and it's keepable, keep it. Keep it. Amen. Speak positively of her. That's simple stuff. Something struck me the other day. I was was talking, so Nathan and Jen, forgive me, but I'm using you all for a sec. But I was referencing Brother Nathan doing work on a certain project. And he, he immediately responded and said, Well, Pastor, actually, Jen's doing most of the work on that project. It was immediate. Making sure that I knew he was not taking the, the credit for something he knew his wife was doing and made sure that Pastor knew my wife's doing that and she's doing a good job. Speak positively of her. Amen. Amen. Affirm your loyalty. Your wife need you need to be loyal. God said it quite directly. You you have to be. You're married. You got a woman. There ain't no other woman. Done. Only other women I'm kissing from now on is my mom. Not my sisters. (laughs) Had to do that before. (laughs) You get you get the picture? There's only one woman for me. If you're married, there's only one woman. Not only should that be done before God because he, got, because he said so, but your wife needs the affirmation that you are loyal to her and to her alone. Affirm it. Affirm it. Reassure her, especially when she seeks for it. It may have nothing to do with whether or not you love her. It just may be a needy point for her that she needs to know that your arms are still wrapped around her and her alone. Amen. And your arms are still for her and her alone. Be loyal. We're just going to have a word of prayer, and we'll be dismissed. Dear Father, we thank you.